Hello and welcome to Chump Change, episode 10. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I'm your host, Lorenzo Orgarbo, and with me today, I have my co-host. Pre, hi there, how you doing? And uh, today we have a hell of a show lined up for you guys. We have a couple announcements and, uh, you know, just some real insightful uh, topics we want to talk about. I have been wanting to play Rainbow Six Siege. It's mm. been a very interesting game, and I think I'm falling into the category of video game addiction. So me looking up clevelandclinic.org, what is a video game addiction? A video game addiction, also called internet gaming disorder, is a condition characterized by severely reduced control over gaming habits, resulting in negative consequences in, in many aspects of life, including self-care, relationships, school, and work. So, how many days have you gone without showering because you've been wanting to play a game for so long? Zero. I shower every day. All right, that's a really good answer right there. I, <laughs> I agree with that thousand percent. I, you know, I'm not a league gamer or a, a Smash Bros. Melee player. I, I kind of got a shower. I mean, we are sweats, though, right? Uh, we get a little sweaty. Just a little bit, though. Yeah, but I, I would like to elaborate on that video game addiction. And mm. I want to talk about breaks. Take a break. I was looking up... Sorry here. I was mm. looking up breaks. And if any games or uh, companies tell you to take a break. So I remember when I used to play Nintendo and uh, mm. you play uh, Wii Sports or you played uh, like Wii Fit. They yeah. would tell you like, hey, you've been on the game for a little bit too long. Take a break. Mm. I was looking up on Xbox and apparently Xbox has it. Yes. So if you if you were in a, if you got an Xbox, you can go to your profile and system settings under preferences and you get a break reminder. Pretty neato burrito. I think it's funny though that like you can play stuff like the Game Pass and that doesn't carry over to that. Very interesting. Yeah. Take a break when you're gaming. Unless um actually in in the spirit of that I feel like the last uh, half a week for us has been the opposite for me because I've been very like detached from games entirely. Um, a lot of the content that you and I have recorded in the last uh, three weeks has been a majority of you playing something. Yeah. So the last half a week has actually been kind of therapeutic for me because it's like in my brain, I'm like, man, I got to get something done. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And uh, you and our friends telling me to like, Hey, let's slow down. Let's play a game. In the moment, I'm not very uh, thrilled about it because, like, I know I got to get something done. But by the end of us playing the game, I'm like, that was cool. I took a break from taking a break from games. You took a break from taking a break from playing games. Because I don't play games. You have probably spent the most, like, between work and being at home, you've probably see, uh, like witnessed personally most of my time. What what games have I been playing? TikTok. TikTok? TikTok toe. No, I haven't been playing TikTok toe. I haven't I haven't even recorded content or distributed content for Garbo Artist. So I can't even say that I've been on TikTok. A lot of it's been I've been editing content or I've been working on stuff on the back end. Like maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! and we'll get into that a little bit later. But besides Yu-Gi-Oh!, I haven't been playing anything. 
our Minecraft server has been down for like what two months now because I've been trying to fix the computer that that it's hosted on. So yeah, that's uh, I I think it's interesting because you can have it both ways. I think that it's uh, if you like playing video games and you don't often play them, it's a uh, like an escapism if you if you will from from the thing the trials and the tribulations of your day. Ah, escaping from normal life. Mm. So, did you know that many people look to escape from life because they find it too depressing or stressful? This mm. could certainly be the case for many people right now, due to troubled times we still face. Gaming is ideal because it is exciting, fun, and stress-relieving. Many games include fun themes, cute characters, and bright colors to lift the player's mood. Brought to you by UrbanMatter.com. Oh man, you're over here citing your sources too. This is great. Oh, yeah, we have to, we have to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's good. Yeah, no, I, I personally like gaming because I do get to get the escape from it. Yeah. I really like games because it's I get to be something that I'm not in real life. Hmm. I'm not a very social person in real life, but I feel like when I do play a game, uh, I, I like to play World of Warcraft, so it's a very, you have to interact with other people. Yeah. Very, very fun experience. Not fun, but enjoyable compared mm-hmm. to real life. We're big chumps, man. You know, we get bullied. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I th- I definitely think um, not just games. I'm sure that the the media uh, or the word of escapism can um, bleed over into other mediums like movies, podcasts, music, right? Gambling addictions. <laughs> well, that, that one might be a different topic for a different day. But I definitely think that um, I have uh, four podcasts besides our own that I listen to every week. And one of them's a D&D podcast. One of them's uh, three guys just, you know, chopping it up and talking about their lives and whatever. And it's uh, both of those podcasts specifically are something that I do look to get away from any monotony, monotony of my life. Like, I'll listen to the fantasy one while I'm driving. And I'm essentially spaced out half the time. While you're driving, drive safe. Smokey yeah. the Bears. Um, it preoccupies the part of my, like the ADHD part of my brain that needs to be entertained. And it, uh, I like that for the escapism part. Like there, there, there's a, a part of my brain that needs to be like entertained constantly. And I find that through books and video games and movies and music and podcasts. So do you think gaming has helped you like any skill set wise? Like, that you can translate into the real world? Uh, besides hand-eye coordination, probably... No, mm, Yes and no, right? Because I also was going to school for a good chunk there for uh, computer animation. And there was a lot of practical things during those courses I just understood because of, like, speed running. I understood what, uh... Like, um... Like, vectoring and, like... I understood the parts that broke the games, right? If you were using a glitch for a video game. Yeah. So like when uh, my teacher would be like, oh, uh, you can hide the, the seam of your world in this corner right here because your your textures should line up. And then it's just it's flush. Well, that's usually where people would abuse to jump out of the, the world. Mm. So that was like some that was kind of a practical application to information I just gained by playing games. But besides that, I would say the only thing that's really helped is like maybe resource management for games that that's applicable to and hand-eye coordination. 
My favorite is vocabulary. When I was in elementary school, I forget what grade, mm-hmm. there's there's a word called immolate, right? I'm not uh-huh. sure if you know the specifics of that word, but it's the killer offer a sacrifice, especially by burning. Well, in World of Warcraft, the warlock uses a spell immolate. I was like, hey, I know that word. <laughs> and then I felt like my teacher was very terrified at me that I knew what that word meant. That, yeah. <laughs> and, and they say that uh, video games ha- have a violent influence on children. What, what are they talking about? Grand Theft Auto obviously taught, teaches me how to Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Yeah, you just break the window and the car works. <laughs> That's all, all I got. All I got to do is press triangle and I get in the car. Yeah. I haven't found the triangle button yet, but when I, when I do, you best believe I will be theft autoing those grands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to up, down, left, right, A, B, start, select. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm going quor- to quarter circle back, totally. Ah, uh, quarter circle back, <laughs> back, back, down, back, huh? Mmm. Yeah, I I think that uh, I I guess information processing is something that's also uh, been helped a lot by video games. Like, uh, respectively, like Rainbow Six, Valorant, those kind of games kind of put me in scenarios where I need to absorb information. It doesn't mean I I use them appropriately. I think I'm getting better at it. But the ability to just uh, consume that information uh, has helped. Like, I can skim a document, right, at work. And I can tell you what's out of place, what doesn't look right. And I can make corrections to that within, like, five minutes for an entire document. Logic deduction. Yeah. So I I think games like that have helped out a lot. Um, I guess, yeah, just resource management. Oh, you know what? Actually, the funnest one I like to tell uh, teachers especially older, uh, like my old teachers when I go back to visit them. Minecraft. My multiples of 32 and 64 are flawless because of Minecraft. I know how to put Legos together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's Very essentially... intricate. Like, I, I really did enjoy uh, seeing on the news about like Legos being introduced to kids and Legos being used for engineering purposes. Yeah. Dude, I talk about this with uh, one of my coworkers. He's really into Legos. I talk about that with him all the time where like, dude, the science uh, and engineering that goes into some of these projects, like I think I sent a couple to you. Um, Minecraft builds that work the way that Minecraft actually works. Hmm. Like there's a crafting table here. I can, um, oh, nah, I won't. There, It's a whole video. Uh, I'll probably uh, put it in the link in the description because I thought it was interesting. So essentially what what happened is this guy made a uh, a Lego Minecraft crafting table. Like, uh, I want to say eighth scale. Yeah. And he he took these little white plates and put uh, NFC tags on them. Mm. And he uh, coded them each to be a Minecraft item. And the Lego computers that he all put together and with uh, the motors and everything, if you put them in a certain order... The crafting bench tilted in so all the items would slide in and it would spit out the appropriate item based on what you uh, put in the table. Very interesting. Very cool. Very cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then like another one that just came out recently, it's a, an enchantment table. And the enchantment table has a camera inside of it. So it's rotate. The book's rotating like it normally would. 
And when it detects someone approaching it, it'll open the book and aim at you no matter where you go. That's cool. And then the same thing, if you put the NSC uh, Lego bricks on it, it'll enchant your item based on what you what you put on it. And it even like takes Lapis Lazuli, understands how much Lapis and XP you have based on the cards that he put on there. Like it's super cool. I could not fathom programming that or like even building stuff like that when I was a kid. Minecraft Dungeons right there. I, I think the things that people can do with Legos, um, especially younger people, it's really cool. And I, I actually like seeing the, um, I don't want to say scientific advances advancements that are being made, but like if, if you're in the 12 to 20 year old range and you're making a my uh, or Minecraft, I keep wanting to say Minecraft, a Lego Rover that can traverse over any terrain or obstacle you put in front of it. You might have a career after you get out of high school doing something like that. Like, you you want to be an engineer. If you have the patience to sit there and build the Lego for eight hours, <laughs> I give you all of the honor to build what I need built. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about your uh, Lego car that needs to be uploaded? The VOD needs to be uploaded for that? <laughs> that took so long. You know what's crazy? It wasn't that long of a build, too. Okay, now like, you're just BMing me. No, no, like, like even for me, like people who actually build Legos, even though I finish faster than you, I still took a long time. Wrap your brain around that one. See, in a video game, I don't get that. I don't have to watch the guy next to me build his Lego faster than me. <laughs> yeah, you just when you play Lego games, you they, you just press triangle and it goes. Freaking Legos. <laughs> Free loves Legos. We're doing another Lego stream soon. Oh, no. I'm going to buy him his Lego Porsche that he wanted. That's like $200. Hey, Lego Porsche is, looks really cool. I'm down to sit there for eight hours. Yeah, that one's an actual full eight-hour stream. We're going to have to get a sponsor for that one. I have a passion for that for that Lego build. If I actually bought it, would you do an eight-hour stream for that? Yeah. No No breaks. No brake? Okay, I don't know about no I don't know about no brakes. No, the cars are gonna have brakes, man. I meant no brakes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All gas. All gas, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Definitely uh the, the, the length of a stream that would require a sponsor or like some some sort of ad placement. So when you do when you do take a break, right? Because when you, oh. you say you stream, when you take a break, what do you like do? So usually when I take a break from a game, I'll uh, switch my category to just chatting, which is the most popular thing on Twitch. A little hard to get discovered if you don't already have people watching it. Um, but it gives me the chance to, you know, like munch on something and talk to the people in my chat and just hang out for a second. I usually don't do it more than like 10, 15 minutes if I do do it. Mm. Um, it's more like I'm trying to give myself the uh, California mandated break then like just hang out because if i'm streaming a game too i want to get back to the game i was playing oh so i i've seen a lot of streamers that do uh i'll be back or whatever yeah that's what i used to do oh oh, you don't you don't do that no i i think it's easier to for people to like if someone jumps in while during the be right back what if they jumped in like the second after i put that up on the screen yeah that then they don't know how long I've been gone. They don't know how long I'm going to be gone. So I'd rather have drinks and food ready or near me or 
I'll leave the camera on or I'll put it on my dog. I'll step away for a second, grab whatever I need to grab or use the restroom. And then I'll just talk for a bit while I like decompress from the game or drink something or eat something. So a, a real cool idea that I've seen before. There mm-hmm. is a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, video maker, content creator mm-hmm. I used to watch. And he would stream. And he when he said, hey, I'll be right back. Yeah. He just plays a recording of him playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And then he goes does it what he needs to do. That's pretty good. You would never know he's gone. Just recycle your content. Yeah, like you don't you don't even know he's gone until you know he like comes back. Just abruptly stops the video and like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm back. Yeah, you think about that. That's a really cool idea, no, right? And that, that, that's smart. It, like live premieres on the, that's essentially what just live television is, right? You do your live premieres for shows, or you do your live talk shows, and then you just run reruns when it's not playing. Yeah, man. You know, you genius. Just, Genius. You just play the same catch three times. Like you, you could literally be like, all right, guys, I'm going to go sit on the toilet. Uh, I'm going to play this VOD from a game I lost, and we're going to analyze it and figure out what, what I did wrong. <laughs> we're going to play a game. You're going to analyze it, and I'll see what you guys think, and I'll address what you thought. All right, guys, I'm going to uh, Steam link into my computer from my toilet. And uh, you guys are going to watch me play Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel from the toilet on my on my computer. Oh my goodness. It totally won't tank the bandwidth because Steam Link is super uh, solid. <laughs> but yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> Escapism. You need to take breaks in life. Sometimes yeah, you need a break to reassess where you are. Prime that's, example. That's just called going to sleep, man. That's my break. My 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 five hours of sleep every night. That's my break. Yeah, I feel like people need to take breaks. Yeah, I mean, carpal it depends, tunnel. right? Yeah, uh, I can definitely test that. Stuff like that, like uh, your physical health, very important. Uh, some people, uh, I personally think, I thrive off of being busy, or having something to do. I like uh, being able to do that. Sometimes your break can just come in the form of doing something other than the thing that you have been doing nonstop for the past weeks. You know, maybe you can stop playing Rainbow Six Siege and you can play Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah, or or We Fit or uh, Just Dance. No, I think me and you need to play We Fit or Just Dance. Bro, we're gonna snap the board in half. You know, did you play We Fit the the one where you kind of have the joystick in your pocket and then you go on a run or whatever? But like you just jog in place. I never put it in my pocket. I just held it. Yeah, but but you've done that one, right? Yeah, the, like the original Wii Fit. You know, I go lie with you. I'm kind of surprised. I was expecting you to be like, "Nah, I haven't done that one." Yeah, no, I played I played the the crap out of Wii Fit when I was younger. Yeah, my favorite one was the uh, the step step class. Is that what it was? So I would have enjoyed the step one more if they made attachments to like step like for higher steps, because that's the whole point of that exercise. There's additional steps to put on your board. Oh. Huh. Because we used to do that at my my middle school. It was a uh, step aerobics. Oh, there's more to it. Yeah, so you can actually make your step higher, and it's essentially the same thing as like those step uh, escalators or not escalators. Um, at the gym, you know what I'm talking stair, about? Stair, stairmaster. Yeah. Stairmaster. It's like a stairmaster. 
So it would adjust the height of your stairs by adding more tiles to your step. If wow. they made an attachment to put underneath the board so you can still do that or put on top of it so you could step on top of it higher without breaking the board, that would have been cool. Like, hey, $20, here's three extra steps if you want to actually, like, go hard on this. Because the, the Wii Fit balance board was, like, what, uh, five inches thick in, all, in total? Somewhere, somewhere around there. It wasn't very, like, thick at all. You could trip on it. It did not give you any strain to step on top of it. You know, I, I was a lot slimmer when I was younger. Mm. Yeah, see, see, what happened was I didn't play enough Wii Fit when I was a kid. Instead, I wanted to play Pokemon Battle. Pokemon Battle? No, it's not Pokemon Battle. What's that? Uh, Pokemon Rumble. There you go. Mm, mm, the one with the little wind-up toys. Maybe, maybe. It's I played it on the Wii. I also had Pokemon Rumble and my Pokemon Ranch on my Nintendo Wii. Uh. I still have my Pokemon Ranch on my Wii, actually. I just... It, it'll, it's impossible for me to retrieve my Pokemon because the Nintendo Wi-Fi services for the Wii and the DS are gone. Oh, no. Yeah, they're trapped there forever. If I ever delete the hard drive on my Wii, I'll be murdering tons of innocent Pokemon. So what was your, like, average day? When when you when when you actually play games, mm, you'd have to give me like a, a time frame or an age to to give you that. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'll let you choose. I, I'll I'll let you say child first, and then you'll you'll go into the adult like today. So as like a child, child like single digits, I didn't actually play video games that much. Mm. I was very much a uh, toys or play outside kind of kid, or I'd be inside watching TV if there was like. If it was too hot or there was nothing to do. Yeah. Um, as I got older, uh, into double-digit age, I think I was playing video games more. I was playing a lot of uh, PlayStation 2 RPGs and JRPGs. And I want to say I was playing turn-based RPGs on like my Game Boy or my DS at the time. Mm. I don't think I had a... I didn't have an original DS. Is whenever the DS Lite came out. I had the black and red one. And then um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. Like in uh, early middle school age, like preteen. Mm. Like if I if I went to swim camp, I always brought Yu-Gi-Oh cards with me because all the older kids had Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I'd play with them. And we were playing a traditional format back then. And then I want to say late middle school is when I started getting more into PlayStation 3 games like Saints Row and GTA 5. Yeah. Because GTA 5 would have been new that year, uh, to, like 2013. And then I think I didn't become more like heavily uh, in the game sphere. Oh, I'm lying. Uh, around 2011 to uh, 2012, I was playing like Gmod and stuff. That was like my first Minecraft Gmod and um, uh, CSGO. Those are my first uh, PC gaming experiences. And eventually, I I wouldn't get into, like, full-time gaming, like, into the wee hours of the night until it was, like, with you and our other friends. Uh, we were doing, like, the heists and stuff on GTA. Yeah. So I want to say from, like, er, early, like, single-digit age until I was, like, 12, I'd probably spend, like, 10 hours a week playing video games. And then when I got into, like, late middle school, high school... I started playing more like consistently, like a couple hours every day. Cause we were playing, what were we playing back then? We were playing 
GTA, R6, ARC, uh, Payday. Payday, the heist. We were playing a lot of games that took like a lot of time and a lot of uh, diligence to learn. That's true. And then, and then uh, GTA probably took up more of my time because I was like so underleveled and had no money compared to you guys. So I had to do a lot of missions and stuff to catch up. And then by then, I want to say I would have had a laptop or a computer uh, intermittently that I would play Minecraft pretty consistently too. Yeah. So it wasn't until like I really got into high school that I was playing several hours a day. And then like the last four years, I'm old man. I'm lucky if I play a game for an hour. That's not like solitaire on my phone while I'm busy. Do you feel like it's a... I got to get back to the real world reason or is it like I just don't find the enjoyment like I did before? I just think uh, I'm either too busy or too burnt out from my regular day stuff. So it's hard for me to find the time. And then also I kind of just disconnected with my friends that like a lot of the games I like to play are team based games Mm. like R6, Overwatch, Valorant and all of us in our friend circle uh, it, it became less consistent how much everyone was available to play those games. Yeah. Or like Rainbow Six and League of Legends, everyone hated it so much because we got like so mad at the game. We all just disappeared from those games. You know, I actually am really happy that everyone gets mad and everyone kind of yells at each other in video games. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of toughened me up in a sense. Yeah. I wouldn't exactly... I wasn't the type of person to get, like, some guys yelling at me because I suck at the game, and then I mm-hmm. leave. I wasn't really that type of person. I was, like, sit there and be like, all right, well, how do I get better then? Yeah. And I feel like because all the games I played, like World of Warcraft and, like, Rainbow Six Siege, all of those are more competitive games where you do need to have some sort of skill set. Yeah. I do think gaming has actually really helped me in that sense. Of just yeah. self-confidence and appreciation to other people. Uh, if we're being honest about it, I think that it helped. Or it, it kind of, that kind of hurt me in that sense. Because mm. there was a lot of times where, like, uh, I, I want to say in League specifically, I just wasn't getting the concepts because games like that weren't my thing, like MOBAs. Yeah. So I would get frustrated and I'd step away from it, not because I was discouraged by any, like, uh, negative reinforcement. It was just, I internalized that I'm not getting it and I'm just going to keep ruining the experience for people. So I had to step away. See that, that's a very interesting dichotomy for how we viewed that on, on, on how we view the verbal abuse. Yeah. Oh, part of it's, I was determined to get better, but I had to do it on my own. Yeah. Cause like now, even when you and I streamed league of legends a while ago, the improvement was notable from when I would play with you guys. But it's not like I was great. Just the basic concepts of the game, I finally understood. Yeah, and, and I, I feel w- like the, the toxic community mm. is toxic. I, I feel like if, you, if you're if you not willing to take it, though, yeah, it might not be the game for you. And and I I really hate how they they bash on the toxic community and say, these guys are bad people. And I'm like, well, if the guy is spending eight hours a day playing the game he wants to play, and it's unfortunate that 
you're also playing the game with him. Yeah. And you're not up to par, or he's not up to par. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be better matchmaking in games. Not, I don't even think that's a problem, right? Because uh, I played WoW with you when Dragonflight came out. We, yeah. I, we, had, to st- we had to start from the beginning because I, I didn't have a character that was able to play the Dragonflight expansion. I wasn't, like, I was memeing about it, but I actually wasn't sad that um, I was getting flamed on for being a bad tank. The thing that bothered me about that was, unlike League of Legends, where I can play the game on my own with bots until I get, like, until it clicks, there's never going to be a situation where I can just play WoW dungeons without affecting anyone else. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. So it's it's hard for me to be confident that I can fix whatever's wrong without affecting someone else's gameplay, which is why eventually it became just, all right, guy, let's just pre, let's just run it, let's just go in the dungeon right away. Yeah, because it was either a swing or be swung on situation. I either have to I have to get it or I don't get it at all. Sink or swim, right? Is that a, is that our prime uh, way of life thus far? I mean, I think that the concept works because fundamentally, you and I talked about this a lot. Fundamentally, that is how you and I learn. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the, it's the minute details that are different, but the, the end result and the driving force is the same. Swing or be swung. Yeah. That's going to be the name of this podcast episode. Swing or be swung. Swing or be swung. <sighs> Speaking of swing or be swung, I'm pretty anxious about a swinging at the end of the month. Swinging? Uh, this month or at the end of this month, uh, roughly, what is that? The 31st to the second will be gone. We're going to be scrapping. We are going to the Yu-Gi-Oh championship series in, uh, Los Angeles, California. I don't want to be scrapping up Yu-Gi-Oh YCS Los Angeles. (laughs) I'm very anxious. I love playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I feel like that's a game that like clicks for me. I'm super anxious about it though because the the thought process of i want to win is a thing but i know that because this is the first like pro league uh tournament we're, we're doing the odds are not in our favor to do it but we not could. at all we could we absolutely could we could like you know we, we could get there um we gotta be optimistic with, especially with the <laughs> i'm gonna put the picture on the screen the meme of the guy that just locks your entire field and doesn't let you play anything at all. <laughs> yeah. We, we've been watching, uh, Priya and I in our downtime, have been watching VODs. Like, uh, there was a team, uh, YCS in, what was that Vegas this year? Yes. That was insane. This guy or was Pasadena. Wasn't Pas- I thought it was in uh, Vegas. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, I think the team one is in Vegas. Because there's two in L.A., and they're coming later in April. Hmm. Um, so this guy literally just played a, a card. He was bullying his opponent. He blocked all of his uh, spell and trap zones. He blocked all but one of his monster zones. To me, that's terrifying. By the way, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, there are monster zones and spell card zones. You need both to basically play the game. I'll you put get the diagram five of each. from the rule yeah. book. <laughs> you get five of each. You get five monster zones and five spell and trap card zones. And essentially, this brand new deck that was released quite some time ago, you're able to actually prevent the guy from summoning or playing into those zones. 
essentially, that guy doesn't even get to play the game he spent money on. That's misfortunate. <laughs> Hope you know. I'm thinking it's gonna happen to us. Didn't didn't we price check guarantee the guy's deck who did that too? Wasn't it like an eight hundred dollar deck? I don't know why it's so expensive. Like, <laughs> and then we saw a meme before that where the the guy was memeing like, "Yeah, play that expensive deck, boy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here with my $250 deck and I'm looking at this almost $1,000 Yu-Gi-Oh deck and I'm I'm over here shaking. I'm like, if I see any of these cards, I'm just hand on the deck. I'm forfeiting. I'm walking away from the table. I have an $80 deck. Yeah. How crazy hey, is know, that? It, it can't be pay to win. I refuse to say that the uh, A card game is pay to win. I think, I think other card games are. I think Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those games where... The meta's changing so rapidly, you you just outplay your opponent. That's not a... Like, there has to be a... Or... Because it's also RNG, right? Unless yeah, you're over here... Yeah, unless you're over here Houdini watching your cards or you're, like, punking your opponent into cutting your deck at a specific place, it, it is 100% RNG. And you could just have the best deck in the world and lose off of RNG alone. When you hit, it hits hard. Man. Some decks hit harder than others. That's the pay-to-win portion. <laughs> that's the pay-to-win. That, that's what I say. That's the pay-to-win portion. But yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be doing that later this week. Uh, we're going to be doing a vlog. I don't know if we're going to be... Later this to, month. Or late, Yeah, later this month. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to do any additional content besides the vlog... Uh, we've reached out to the, uh, the, uh, uh, what's the word event planners and asked if we were able to film inside. And they said that the consensus is no because of Konami's, uh, terms of service. But in past YCSs before COVID, there was, uh, like a content creator section. Mm. So if we can do like interviews with other players or we can just do like a friendly match with someone to record. I would like to do that. Otherwise, that just might be some supplemental like episodes we film in the hotel room during the weekend. Yeah, sorry. Just because the thought is in my mind. I'm going to interject here. Uh-huh. I kind of want to say I play video games, so I'm able to escape what I look like in real life because I'm a big chump. Mm -hmm. When we go there, I feel like we're going to be right at home. <laughs> do you... <laughs> There's a key term we use. Do you want to do you want to use that term or are we just sticking with big chump? We're going to be big chumps, all of us. Man. <laughs> it's like uh it's like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not uh I am chump, we are chump. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's a children's card game, right? Mm. The sad part about it is in order to play the game, you need to have money. In this event in specific, in order to get into an event, you need to pay your fare in. Yeah. It it's it kind of sucks. I'm like, you know, if if I was a kid, when we were in high school, we played Yu-Gi-Oh! I was like, hey, I want to go up the street on Saturday. Mm. Up the street, I mean like a city away. A city away, I want to go play Yu-Gi-Oh! Locals. Mm -hmm. You know, go play with the people in the local area. We had to pay to get there, and then we had to pay to get in. And what sucks is Yu-Gi-Oh! was a game, if we played the card game, you can't you can't even play with somebody else unless you got somebody else in your area. Yeah. 
I think what uh, you and I went to Napa for our first local. Yeah. And you and I were both bled dry by the event, and my mom ended up just buying us uh, lunch that day, anyways. Yeah, we, we got Chipotle because we looked sad. <laughs> it's like, it's okay, son. I'll give you Chipotle. No, we got Chipotle. And then, and then my you mom, were. My mom unironically likes Chipotle. You were messing but... up that burrito, boy. Yeah, I, I was big chump. I, that's the day I knew I was big chump. I was sad because I got noble knights. I, I got told I couldn't play the game. Yeah, see, my problem was I played the really cheap deck again back then. And then the other guy just, just paid to win me. And I was like, well, your deck hits harder than mine. So, man, kind of is what it is. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, the end of the month slash beginning of next month goes well. I, I am hopeful that if nothing else, we will have good content out of this uh, trip. Can we speak about how... Sorry, I, I want to ask your opinion. Mm. You know how when we were in high school, right? Mm. We played Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. I remember this very clearly in my mind. You and this other guy got into a conversation more like a debate on why you play Yu-Gi-Oh! And the other guy says, you're wasting your time. Why don't you play sports like football or baseball? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that now that we're a lot older? How do you feel about that conversation? It's been four years since that conversation or more. So I think part of it for me is I always knew I wanted to do my hobby professionally. I never thought Yu-Gi-Oh would be under that scope. So now it's like... I play Yu-Gi-Oh the way that I play Yu-Gi-Oh because I can benefit off of it. Like it's just mm. another thing I can do. But also just like the the escapism conversation, it's another thing I like to do that takes me out of the reality around me. Cuz yeah. anytime I played Yu-Gi-Oh with you or our good friend uh do we have a code name for him? I don't remember. I have made a no idea. We talked about him on the Christmas episode. I don't know if we made a code name for him. Anyways, uh, when I would play Yu-Gi-Oh with either of you at lunch or during class, like literally the world just kind of fizzled away and I was tunnel visioned on the game because my brain was over here playing, you know, 4D chess. I was figuring out what the next move was mm. to the point where teachers would be like, can you stop? And I'm like, hey, man, I'm I'm over. Listen. I'm, listen, teacher, I'm about to send this goofy mofo to the shadow realm. I don't know what you're doing over there teaching uh, pre-algebra. Listen here, teacher. I have this thing called an addiction. <laughs> Look, what happens in the next four years doesn't matter right now. I don't know what you're teaching me. You know what? I am teaching this other guy how to get played. <laughs> um... So, yeah, if I was to have that conversation now or if I was to tell younger me uh, how to answer it, it's just why am I not playing sports? Because I don't get the same gratification you do from playing sports. I get that from doing what I do. Because for, for high school uh, uh, athletes, that's your that's your hobby. You're not getting paid to do that. Yeah. You want to you want to go pro. And that's very much something that we also uh, have been witnessing throughout the years, right? Because there was times where I wanted to go pro in the FPS games I played. You know, I wanted to go pro in Yu-Gi-Oh! before I really knew I wanted to do uh, content creation. So 
now I'm very fortunate that what I'm doing as a hobby is slowly becoming my profession and doing things like playing Yu-Gi-Oh and traveling and spending money to go to these events falls under the umbrella of what I'm able to do. Mm, so it's more so to that guy, it's more of a we're just different sides of the same coin. Yeah, like I just enjoy this thing more than I enjoy that. Cuz like I said, I could ask him now or if with my knowledge now if I was the if I was the me back then, I could say well, you're not professional. You're not an NFL player. You're not being paid to play football. Why are you doing mm. that? What's stopping you from playing video games all day or playing card games all day? You know what I would tell that guy? If I was if I was there and I was younger, mm-hmm. I, I would tell my younger self, hey, you know what? Tell that dude, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> what about you, man? What, what's what your answer? Like well, that, that's, would, that, that's your answer to it? Just don't yuck my yum? I, I mean, it's uh, when, you know, as, as part of the escapism part of it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would rather play a game that I am good at. Or I'd rather do something that I'm good at. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's things you want to do and there's things that you're good at. Yeah. I believe that we all should have the ability to play what we want to play and what we're also good at. Right. It's the gratification you get from doing the thing, not the the result of doing the thing. Okay, I'm not going to lie with you, man. I spend a lot of my time wanting to play Rainbow Six Siege <laughs> in hopes to improve my hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. and maybe increase my deduction speed. Mm-hmm. Why do you play chess.com? To beat Ludwig Arguin on stream? I don't know. I don't no, know my goal is to absolutely outplay that boy. <laughs> oh, you want to destroy uh-huh. Ludwig on stream? Uh-huh. I, I, I'm going to be like, look here, dude, look. I'm better than you. <laughs> That's why we play video games. Can we tweet Absolutely Lud- not. Can we tweet at Ludwig and you uh, play him on stream? Absolutely. Dude, I suck at chess. You oh, know what's crazy? I, chess, I, I, I actually bought a book, right? Uh-huh. I actually bought a book, and it teaches you about chess. I got to page roughly 80, and there's like 300 in the book. Basically, mm-hmm. it starts talking about uh, the different openers that you're able to have. Before that, it was all the prelog, like, okay, this is how you read the board. This is how the board's oriented. Uh, here's the couple uh, notations that you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it would show, it would have the chess piece and then the number, and yeah. that would indicate where the where the piece was or where the piece moves to. Stuff like that. I realized... That game, you kind of need to learn. And it isn't just like... Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, it, it isn't just like you just get to move the piece like, hey, I'm going to do pawn E4. Yeah. And I'm going to run it. I'm like, no, if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing, you're kind of going to get outplayed by the older guy that's sitting across from you. At no, the yeah. It, it's absolutely a solved game. And it's a game where you need to have the entire playbook at, at your the tip of your brain at all times. I wish there were more things that are timed based. You know, like like you don't get to sit here and think for such like such a long time, which is yeah. why I actually really do enjoy it when we play FPS games. Yeah, because you don't get the time to sit there and think about your next move. Not at all. It, it has to Yu-Gi-Oh. come naturally. Yeah, it has to come naturally. I wish Yu-Gi-Oh's timer because we you and I play a lot of online Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. Yeah. I wish the timers were actually shorter. I wish that you had like. 
competitive format or the ranked format should have half or even less than the half of the timer. Because if you're playing ranked, part of that is I should be able to think really fast. I should be able to produce what I need to produce. Now, obviously, if if you need to play a card reaction, play card reaction, that shouldn't uh, affect that timer. It yeah. doesn't. But why am I what? Why am I playing ranked and I still get stalled out by the guy because he realizes he lost. So and then he's we gonna, both have to sit here. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna lay me out, and because he's not technically DCing, I have to either DC and take the L, or I need to wait the was it three minute? No, three hundred and three hundred and twenty seconds, I think, or three hundred mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, so I I have to wait the three hundred seconds until he he just gives up. Five minutes, three hundred seconds, five minutes, right? Yeah, I think so. Because six, six, six five, five, yeah, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. So I have to wait five minutes in total for this guy to to quit the game because he refuses to quit the game. Do you believe in playing lame and winning the game? Absolutely. But have, not, have, not, have you done that? that? Have you done that? I play lame in fighting games and FPS games. I I have not waited someone out in Yu Gi Oh. What? You've never done that? No. Because it's, it's just bad sportsmanship, right? You know, know you lost. You know you lost. I've done that. I've it's done bad it once or twice. Do you know Scandalous. what I saw at the end of my screen? Hmm. Winner. Because <laughs> you lamed him out for five minutes. And do you want to know what happened the next game? Hmm. I get absolutely destroyed by the other guy. Yeah. I can't lame out the other guy. The other guy just, just beats me in one No, time. he didn't give you a chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't get a chance to lame him out. Yeah, the, the, the act of making someone wait five minutes and you either lose because the time went out or you win because they decided to, they were impatient, they left. Awful. Bad sportsmanship. Poor guy. Poor me. But hey, anyway. Hey, do cheaters always prosper? Sometimes. And they shouldn't. <laughs> Sometimes they shouldn't. They shouldn't prosper. But anyway, speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh in LA in April, we have a, something else happening in April. Uh, I won't give a definite drop date. I'll just say uh, between early April and mid-April, probably like the second week. Uh, Big Chumps Media Group will be uh, launching our store. It will not be Big Chumps uh, related merch. It's just something that Pre and I are doing. Because uh, there's a bunch of goofy designs we've made together that we think would look good on stickers and in shirts. Hey, you know, I kind of have an idea for a design right now. Uh-huh. All right, check it out. Look. All right. I got the, I got the notepad ready. Go for it. Okay, so we're, we're, we're big chumps, right? We're big chumps. Yep. Okay, check it out. Okay. Big what, chumps writing it. What, what do we do? Or what is the common thing right now to say? When you're, when you're, when you're thinking about, like, like, you got the thought bubble. What, what was that called? You, you got the thought bubble. Think, like you're, thinking? Well, well, no, 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 no. Like, 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 you know, you know, we're big chumps, right? Think about big chumps. Mm-hmm. And we're cooking. Think mm. about it. Right? So what I'm thinking, we got a cauldron. We got a cauldron, right? Cauldron. Uh-huh. We have, or, or, or a pot, like, right? Like, 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 like getting over at Benefati cauldron? Yes, 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 yes. Right? Okay, cauldron. I'm drawing a cauldron. So we got a cauldron. Uh-huh. It's us cooking over the cauldron like we're making a potion. Oh, oh, we're cooking. We're 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 in the sh- the the witch's hut cooking. We're cooking. Mmm. 
I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm, I'm but a, yeah, I'm so what? What? what uh, could, could you describe some of the designs that we kind of got going? Um, that you're I, willing to talk about. I'm willing to talk about if you're okay with it. The uh, the design line that we made specifically for stickers that we okayed to be on shirts as well. Yeah. Good. So we are releasing a line called the Sticker Bomb Collection, where it'll be a variety of things. Uh, I'll show this one on screen. It's called the Gar Bomb. And essentially, the every design will be a bomb. We're going to call it the Sticker Bomb Collection because obviously the, it's a, sticker bombing is a thing where you make a bunch of stickers and you plaster them all over a surface or something. Bomb. And, and we thought if we took that a little more literally, that would be a very cool design. So we have that one, and another one I'm willing to share is the Siraj Bomb. Bomb. And we thought that was going to be a really cool thing for stickers, and I think that it would also be interesting to have on shirts. So we'll see how those come out. Um, the other stuff is just kind of going to... It's going to be miscellaneous things that I draw or things that pre-prompts me to draw, just things that pop in our head. Like a cauldron it, and us cooking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to be specifically Big Chumps merch. Eventually, when we get there, we will do Big Chumps merch. But it's something that we thought would be cool to do pop culture references and designs based on things that are cool or or quirky. I'm going to have so a you... giraffe with a SWAT helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it yet, but we're going to. Oh, you know, you know what? I got to start a new note. You know what would be perfect for that? Giraffe with a SWAT, a SWAT helmet, swinger be swung. Swinger be swung. Uh, uh. Get it? Because what do giraffes do with their neck when they fight? <laughs> when they fight? Get do it? they actually do they actually do that? They swing. They swing or swing be swung. Or be swung. It's going like to be the swinger be swung collection. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> it's just things that swing. <laughs> There's gonna be a legit swing, and then we're gonna just gonna put a SWAT hat on top of the swing set on the bar. What about like a monkey on on the t uh, hanging from the top of the door frame? Swing or be swung. Uh. Oh man, I like that we had a mini merch meeting during this announcement. That was great. Swing or be swung, guys. How do you live life? Well, you swing or be swung. Man, it, it, it's gonna be the new Nike. Just do it. Swing or be swung. Uh, I like that. But yeah, that's uh, something that we've been working on pretty diligently for the past, uh, what, two months now? That we've been getting like all the stuff in order for the store. You know, I didn't think it was going to be as, as much work as to expect. Oh, it, it's been a lot of work, right? Yeah, you know, of, I, I was thinking it's you just put it on Etsy <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, you just you just kind of ship it out. You kind of, you know, you just print out the Amazon label. Yeah, it's almost like as a business, you need to be able to have a bank and a way to collect payments. And, <laughs> and because there's two people, so there's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah, all the paperwork that needs to be signed by both of us, not just one of us. So, but yeah, that's what we've been working on. I've been wanting to share it for a while, but Pri's been, you know, trying to keep me patient until we were ready. And we think we're ready to announce it. And uh, if you're hearing the end of this conversation and I bleeped out the entire beginning to this part it's probably because we've decided we're not ready but i don't think that'll be the case i i think it's uh ready to be launched and I i'm really excited to see how people feel about it so yeah anything else you want to close out with 
Uh, got, I think my got, list is clear. We got like so, 10 minutes-ish to kill. 10 minutes-ish to kill? Yeah, just to throw at anything. Hey, Here, man, so when, you, so, 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 so when you're in the shower, what, uh-huh. do you, what do you sing? What do I sing? What do you sing in the shower? Uh, so lately I've been really into the, um, oh, what's the name of the album? I, I just brain farted. I have been into the Gorillas. Hold on, Cracker Island album that just came out. So I've been uh, listening to a lot of those songs and singing them along with uh, some classics like Feel Good Inc., Clint Eastwood, and Dare. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I usually listen to Lady Gaga mm. while I'm in the shower, and I listen to, uh, what's that one with uh, Kanye West? E.T.? Uh, oh, yeah. I thought you were, uh, can we get much higher? Oh, <laughs> the the, oh, no, the no, One no. Piece meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, but uh, I love singing in the shower. Total big chump energy singing in the shower. Oh, absolutely! With my very like fat guy voice, <laughs> I, I really get in. I really get into that Katy Perry, mm. "Kiss Me," you know, mm. in the shower. When, when are we gonna drop the Big Chumps uh, cover album? When we drop the Big Chumps calendar shoot. Oh man, we got. Can we put that on the calendar to make the Big Chumps calendar? We're, we're, dude, imagine. So the calendar is gonna uh-huh. be us doing album covers. <laughs> I think that'd be a cool Easter egg if we actually make a calendar, like a 12-month calendar. We put which date, like we pre-plan days for a studio session to record songs. And we just leave that as an Easter egg in an actual calendar. We so, then have... pe- so then people can kind of guess when a Big Chumps album would come out. We, we're just going to be cover artists. I think, do you want to write original music? I'd be okay with writing original music. We just have to actually sing the crap. Hey, you know, or, I'll, I'll be rap. the guy on the on the synthetizer. synthetizer. <laughs> okay. No, it's okay. We can just T pain you. Man, I'm gonna auto tune. Yeah, why not? Hey, you know, I, I, I feel like auto tune doesn't fix my fat guy voice. There, there's a lot of different. I think the part of a Big Chumps cover album is we should do a, a variety of genres, like music genres in the album. I call it gospel. You want to do gospel music? That's I call insane. Gospel. We could absolutely do that. I want music to make people feel good. Mmm. Mmm. Feel good vibes. I I I want to do one. Uh, not. It doesn't have to be a Lily Pichu song, but I want to do like a comfy song. You know. Uh. Yeah. So like, I have all the energy, and you want like low energy. No, I want to do high energy stuff. Like I'm willing uh. to do like raps or R and B. But I want Dude. one one comfy song. Pokemon rap, except it's Lorenzo rap. Oh, Garbomon rap? Oh. Yo, that'd be great. That'd actually be awesome. Or or uh, we could do Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, intro covers. We're going to do Japanese covers? I didn't say Japanese. It, oh, you did the uh, English version. Get your game on isn't the Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah there's a, right. there's a different uh, intro for Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Yeah, I totally forgot that there's the English dub version and then the Japanese. the the 4K entertainment uh, version and the actual yeah. <laughs> the one that was released. Yeah. Originally. 
but yeah, uh, might be a meme, might not be a meme. Uh, stay tuned for updates on Big Chump's calendar and Big Chump's cover album. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I, I think we've amped for uh, for the perfect amount of time. Okay, I would like to end our podcast saying, remember to take everything with moderation. Make sure you take a break. And don't forget, swing or be swung. Swing or be swung. And if you like the podcast, please give us a like uh, on on YouTube. What else do you do? Apple Podcast. Yep, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, share it with your friends. We are slowly growing, and we'd like to see more growth so we can talk with more of you. And, yeah, I think I might be adding the podcast pending to Amazon uh, and Google Podcasts pretty soon. So you might be able to see this podcast wherever you receive podcasts. All right. And, and we'll we see will you catch you in the next one. Swing or be swung. Later.